Hey everybody, Josh here. It seems that Rec Conversations is destined to do this at least once per season. Uh, this is going to be part one of Young Avengers, the Kieran Gillen run. Uh, fortunately, it's kind of broken up into two easy-to-digest parts, and so we went ahead. But when originally recording, we ran three and a half hours after editing, about three hours. So... Uh, found a good place to break it up, so catch us in two weeks uh, for the second part of this episode. But in the meantime, enjoy and take it away, Vandello. A little wreck conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Thank you, Vandello, and welcome back to Ret Conversations. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fieri. And with me, go on, go on leave her breathless it's leia cameron for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> hi everybody and leia would you like to introduce our guest since you are our uh our visit or our professor today? yes i will uh our guest today is the uh absolutely fabulous wonderful brilliant and talented joseph witkowski hi joe hello 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 oh so excited to have you on here joe welcome you beat me to it because we were about to say the same thing at the same time. <laughs> Y'all are too sweet. <laughs> we love you. I love you too. It's been a very long time since we've seen you face to face. We need to, you know, get get a uh, graphically novel trip down to uh, the Big Easy. Yeah. I mean, Hell yeah. May, may or may not be a vacation that I'm doing this year in August. The second through the ninth to Chicago. Oh, on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm going on tour to go to an aquarium. <laughs> I love aquariums. Are oh, you going to go to Shed? Yeah, of course. My boyfriend's never been, so I'm uh, taking him. Okay, excellent. I this is way off track of the show, but I, I, I have a little confession. <laughs> I am scared to fucking death of aquarium. What uh, really? I there are a lot of things that I can do, but having uh the crushing weight of millions of gallons of water with only a piece of glass separating me and and that water and all of the the creatures within freaks me out um i go only for my nieces who live in omaha and if you've ever been to the omaha zoo there is like one of those tunnels oh that is at the very bottom of the aquarium where you walk through and it's just like you are in a glass tunnel yeah i have gone through that for them <laughs> fair very fair scared to death of them that's that's legit i understand it i don't share your same fear but i get where you're coming from yeah well i mean yeah it's <laughs> So like the first time I went into it, I started uh, uh, texting people like bequeathing my belongings. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Like, I was like, if I don't come out of this, you get my TV. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! <sighs> so those those types of things uh, aside, today yes. 
we have a super exciting story as well as a super exciting guest. Yes, yes, it's true. Um, before we get started discussing Young Avengers, um, Joe, would you like to tell us a little bit about uh, your history with comic books? You know, if you got into them, when you got into them, and what you read, and and what you what you're interested in. Okay, uh, I will always say I am a Marvel versus a DC, but um, so I blame cartoons, <laughs> X Men original cartoon, y'all. Yeah. Uh, so growing up we didn't have a lot of money but like had friends who had comic books so it was that always like go to your friend's house i remember when spawn started uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> and so we, like i'm in middle school reading spawn like what is going what uh so stuff like that and then always just being kind of aware of what's happening in the marvel universe and thank god for wikipedia <laughs> i have gone on so many like character-based wiki walks oh yeah Oh, I thought like Jean Grey for life. Like I know she's a mess, <laughs> but that level of drama like appealed to my young gay heart. Like <laughs> she was evil Galadriel before we I even knew about that was gonna be a thing for me. So, Very nice. I, I have encouraged a lot of people to take the uh the the fire walk from Jean Grey over to Emma Frost if you want some high-level drama. Oh my god, they're like <laughs> It's such a great, beautiful soap opera. And part of me is like, just kiss already. (laughs) You don't need Cyclops. Like, no one needs Cyclops. No one. No one needs, no one. Sorry, Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. (laughs) But then, thank you. (laughs) And luckily, there are so many great, like, websites that are doing, like, recaps of what's going on currently. Like, I haven't read any of House of X and this new, like, world, but I'm vaguely aware and really, really into the Hellfire Ball gala thing. Nice. Yes. I'm like, give me all the outfits. (laughs) So, on this show, we have not done the Hellfire gala, and it will have to be me presenting because Leia has a very strict no more X-Men. Will she? Could we just toot or boot the looks of the Hellfire gala? Oh, like, yes. Fun of the clothes. Would you do that, Leah? I would do that. I would 100% do that. There you go. That's <laughs> Because they're making it a yearly event. They oh, did nice. it last year and they're they're advertising now this summer they're going to do another Hellfire Gala. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah. Um, but uh, for House of X, Powers of X, uh, we did do that show. So we ha- we do have an episode that will bring you up to speed on House of X, Powers of X, and what's going on with it. Oh, that's a- and yeah. I had to do that one, so I can tell you that it's a little messy, but uh, we got there. We got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> Much like almost all the X-Men storylines. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I have a strict uh, Josh does the X-Men now policy on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> so, Joe, are you, do you, so... Other than Jean Grey, are there any that you're uh, that you make sure to kind of keep track of, keep tabs on? Um, well, I'm always very curious about Miss Catherine Pride, Pirate mm. Queen. Love her. Yes. Um, any any strong female figure, I'm here for. Uh, the coming out of Bobby Drake, though, through shady move, like shady shady moves Ugh. of of Jean Grey. I was like, God damn it! I was <laughs> yeah. here for you. 
and you're great, but you're also like 16 and we under, I get it. Like you're going to say something that you shouldn't say. Don't out your friends. That's not cool. Jesus. Right. <laughs> well, if you like uh, strong female characters, we do have the story for you today. Yes. Yes. They are, they are here and they are here. In- they are, they're here. They're queer. They're about to kick a hole through another dimension. They're oh my God. Avengers. America. America. I love her. <laughs> She's so great. She's so great. (laughs) So I did want to make sure uh, that we are talking about uh, this before we start this presentation. Um, This is going to be a great episode to share with your uh, friends who may not be into comic books, but follow the current arc of the MCU, both the TV shows and the movies, because all these bitches have shown up or about to show up. Uh, this team has uh, Wiccan and uh, and Speed, who uh, are Wanda's uh, sons, uh, the kids that show up in WandaVision. Amazing asterisk to be placed later. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> it has uh, Miss Kate Bishop, who recently just showed up in the Hawkeye series. It, uh, as you said, has Miss uh, America Chavez, who everyone gets to meet soon when the new mm-hmm. Doctor Strange movie drops. Uh, and um, it has Kid Loki. So uh, let's uh, let's get into it. This is how Rec Conversations works. Our professor today uh, is Professor L, Miss Leia Cameron. So she's going to take Joe through this comic and... Uh, Joe can stop at any point, pull the emergency brake on the entire show, and ask a question. Silly, irrelevant, or, you know, maybe we'll actually stumble upon uh, some some comic book questions. Uh, I, as the other professor, it is my job then to answer uh, Joe's question. If I can't, I may phone a friend up to Leia. Uh, If neither of us can answer it, the answer is comic books. (laughs) So, Professor Al, please take it away. Okay, so uh, we are doing uh, Young Avengers, um, the uh, Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey run. Um, So really, technically, this is, it's not the first Young Avengers story. Um, It is a a kind of pickup where they left off um, and and focuses. It's pretty much a a standalone story arc told over three uh, short volumes, 15 issues. And... um, I I can't I can't tell you how much I love this. It's um it it's it's incredible. Um <clears throat> so we are going to we we start off um with a absolutely gorgeous shot of uh Miss America America Chavez um kind of soaring over the streets of what looks to be New York City. Um but she is on Earth 212. Um, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about about this earth later because it will come up but not to, not until we are at the very end um the the purpose of of her uh, of her journey today as she is uh descending into koreatown uh or i'm sorry koreatown eight uh is uh she's meeting up with kid loki um and kid loki in this uh actually looks a lot like if you saw the loki series actually looks a lot like the actor like pitch pitch perfect um so if you if you need a visual for that that's what he looks like um and this was 2013 yes yes this this was written in 2013 and and uh that's actually a good point thank you for bringing that up 
because we're going to, we're going to come across a lot of stuff. Karen Gillan loves pop culture and we're going to come across a lot of stuff that pretty much make this a snapshot of uh, nearly 10 years ago, like 2013 to 2014 is when this was written and it, it feels like it, but not in a bad way, but it, it definitely shows. Um, and, and it was done by design uh, per Kieran Gillen himself. Um, so they are meeting up at a Korean restaurant and Loki is, is uh, kid Loki is devouring meat. Um, and uh, this is a common theme th- throughout the entire book. He wants to meet up with Miss America basically to propose that Billy Kaplan, otherwise known as Wiccan, otherwise known as Scarlet Witch's magical son, um, he's he's getting a bit too powerful, and um, you know he's got this, the potential to be even more powerful than than his mother, uh, and which is saying a lot if you know anything about the Scarlet Witch. Um, but he just kind of low key proposes, like, "Hey, what if he just didn't exist anymore? What if we just kind of, you know." killed him um and miss america of course does not uh react to this very kindly and starts just kicking the absolute shit out of him in the middle of this korean restaurant um but prior to doing so she notifies the waitress that she's good for the damages she'll pay for it um and just starts whipping his ass (laughs) so um the waitress tries to stop her after she throws him through a window and, you know, she's like, oh, my God, he's just a kid. And he, she's like, no, America's like, no, he's a god. Like, stay out of it. Um, so this pisses her off. She leaves. Um, and it turns out uh, Loki has been manipulating her into something. But we don't quite know what yet. Um, he says that he's putting the Avengers together. But we don't quite know the, the, the purpose um and so this is how that the 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 first issue starts off is is the the team has been separated since the previous uh um volumes of young avengers so they are they're all separated they are at this point really no longer a team um but there's still stuff going on we cut over to kate bishop who is waking up in a bed that isn't hers um there's somebody in the shower and it's implied that she has just had a one night stand with someone she goes over to the window opens the window and instead of looking out on like you know a city or some scenery she's looking out over the horizon uh, of earth Um, she's in space the person who was in the shower comes out and it turns out that it is uh, novar otherwise known as marvel boy uh, or previously known as marvel boy i should say um who is uh I don't really know how to describe uh, Novar except that he's just kind of an intergalactic fuck boy. Like, <laughs> yes. I oh, mean, no, girl, love yourself, Kate Bishop. Exactly. Like, he's not he's not a bad person, but he's very much a fuck boy. You he feel me? Himbo. Like, he's he really a is a himbo. Very, yes. Yeah. The very definition okay, of a himbo. Himbos are okay. Himbos are good. I'm playing a himbo in a D and D campaign right now. <laughs> <laughs> But he's like, yeah, he's an alien. He's from uh, another like world where they have a bunch of peace and universal enlightenment. And so he's like, he's an okay dude. He's just oblivious. Yeah, yeah. 
and he doesn't mean to be a fuck boy but he kind of is like we'll see a little bit we'll get into that a little bit more as we go on you, you kind of will pick up some stuff as we go on but um he's but they're together what's that he's teachable yes yes he is he means well um and, and one of the things that uh, the the novar is really jazzed about is earth music um specifically older earth music he absolutely loves it he has a massive vinyl collection um and he's he's always just ready to party um and so he gets out of the shower and you know greets kate and immediately puts on be my baby by the rhinots and starts dancing and um she's just kind of laying there marveling at how absolutely lucky she is to be there at that moment and uh you know experiencing this and at that point the scrolls attack um there is a beautiful two-page um series of panels uh that kind of go into this fight a little bit uh but the main part is uh kate kind of speaking to the audience uh saying i have no powers and near not nearly enough training but i'm doing this anyway being a superhero was amazing everyone should try it um which is an incredible way to open up this book uh because that's pretty much that's that that's pretty much the goal of the whole book um cut over to new york um in the main earth 616 universe um and spider-man is uh out on a rooftop um trying to stop a a a robbery uh then he gets shot by one of the robbers and falls to the ground and the robbers are very confused and all of a sudden spider-man kind of elongates his arms mr fantastic style and knocks out the guy that shot him uh and the person the the person that is uh getting robbed is like wait a minute you're not spider-man um and he is like no you know what it's just uh it's a secondary mutation i gotta go and (laughs) and dips once he gets to the top of of uh, a building he changes form and we are looking at teddy altman otherwise known as hulkling um and uh he then goes and sneaks into his boyfriend's room um and that's in chelsea and uh and we meet billy who was angry with him because they had they had promised that they were going to stop the superhero stuff they were just going to be normal and not be on a team and 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 they were just gonna you know just just be normal teens for a change um but teddy tells him that you know that's not something he can do um you know billy is really dramatic billy is like billy is is uh of the opinion that like you know oh my life is over like i've just i have so many problems and um you know teddy kind of reminds him like you know you've got two parents that that love you and care about you um they let me move in with you um you know and and being fully aware that we are you know in a gay relationship they understand and accept us they take care of me um you know they they are 17 (laughs) y'all yeah they are 17 years old so like this is an, an incredible amount of of acceptance and understanding from his parents um you know he's he's got um you know he's he's kind of got it all from where teddy's sitting and um and the bill is just kind of not really aware he's not really aware of this he's not he's kind of uh self-focused unfortunately um and we he, all at 17 like, right all, and imagine like i have all this amazing cosmic magical power 
to focus on me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like it's very clear um in this book. You know, Kieran Gillen is very good at writing teens. You know, mm-hmm. like the teen, the teen drama, like, oh, my life is so tough. I'm in this cosmic, you know, reality warper and like things are hard, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like get it together, Billy. Um Girl, have a tea and calm down it'll be okay right Right, exactly um and and teddy reminds billy you know he fell in love with the superhero and 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 that's that's who he is to teddy is is a superhero um you know so they they kiss and make up and and of, of course you know billy promises to be the best boyfriend in every single reality uh it's very sweet and um so Wiccan decides, Billy decides to try to make it up to his boyfriend, to try to help him. Um, you know, prior to Teddy kind of coming out and telling him, look, dude, you have everything and I lost everything. Um, you know, it, it did kind of slap some sense into him, but unfortunately in the wrong direction. So he decides that he's going to help. Important note during the fight that we kind of glossed over, um, Teddy watched his mother burn alive in front of it yeah yeah he's an orphan he has no parents um or he thinks we'll get to that in a minute um and yeah so he's 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 been traumatized and billy's just like oh man life is tough because like my parents care about me you know so um <laughs> he decides to pull his his head out of his ass for a second he's like well I'll, I'll help teddy and what he decides to do is take a look through all possible worlds um and very similar to uh what we see dr strange doing in in avengers endgame kind of that like sitting cross-legged and looking at everything all at once um and we don't quite know what he's doing yet but we will find out and it will be terrible so (laughs) not too far away from here um kid loki is uh at a diner again eating meat and the wait staff would like him very much to pay and get the fuck out of their restaurant and so (laughs) miss america shows up uh because loki basically just disappears himself um and she uh she tries to stop him from essentially like erasing the waiter out of existence so that he didn't have to pay for his food no hold up hold up loki as a member of the service industry we're gonna take umbrage with you (laughs) like don't camp at a table pay your bill get the fuck out like we need <laughs> we need to turn and burn to make money so babe come on like exactly don't be a dick. i mean to be to to be a little bit fair a it's loki and b he's also the youngest member right uh, of the young avengers at this point because he's kid loki so he's like 10 11 in right. appearance and I'm fairly sure he's not gonna zap the waiter because he teleports himself basically onto the roof uh, of where Billy is doing his spell. So I think he's actually gonna zap Billy out of existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 fair. And America's been watching Billy's place. Yeah. Okay. So she's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. killing is killing is killing. He's right. Kill somebody, <laughs> but it's not just because he was asked to pay for a meal he did <laughs> dine and teleport though he did rude. dine and teleport rude <laughs> it was very rude. um so america of course then comes after him and uh he keeps trying to essentially recite spells in in ancient norse um 
so that he can either get away from her or stop her from doing what she's doing. I can't read ancient Norse, so I don't know what it says. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pop that into but, Google Translate. Right. <laughs> use my, yeah, use my, my iPhone to do the, the, uh, tra- the screen translate or whatever. Um, but, um, you know, she, she just starts trying to, trying to whoop him and he's like, wait, wait, I can explain. Let me just, and, and then tries to teleport again. Um, meanwhile, as this is, as this kind of, uh, scuffle is going on, Billy is still looking through these alternate worlds and, um, finds the one that he's looking for. And the one that he's looking for specifically is the world just before, um, Teddy's mom is killed. So he decides that he's going to jump into that world and pull her back out. And, uh, and he does and um while this uh while this rooftop fight is going on um teddy actually manages to get up to the top of the roof he wakes up out of a dead sleep gets up to the top of the roof because it's apparently now it turns out that this this rooftop fight is taking place on the roof of their apartment building um because america's been watching loki disappears um because she gets distracted and america's like you know what uh i'm taking off bye and leaves um as after she leaves like flies away um billy's parents his adopted parents i should add the altmans um are like you got to come downstairs um teddy there's there's something you need to see when he goes downstairs he finds his mother um and billy explains you know that he uh he managed to 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 just find her while he was quote browsing dimensions you know and and it was like oh i'll pull her out um there's a brief reunion uh we don't see too much of it uh and then we kind of cut over to to teddy who went back to sleep um after he's in bed and teddy's mom mrs alt mrs altman uh you know talks to billy's parents uh jeff and rebecca and immediately becomes like this hyper conservative like weird mom and is like you know they're too young to be living together you know they shouldn't even be in a relationship at all um you know he should be studying um we're gonna we they need to break up and this is done and and immediately billy's parents get kind of confused and pissed and they're like wait what are you talking about you know we just want them to be happy um you know we're happy that they're happy what what is this all about and um this woman sort of turns into it's hard to it's hard to describe how the art looks but she reaches out to both of them with what looks like like a silly putty type arm. It's um, very Clayface from uh, Batman the Animated Series. I will be honest, I'm cheating and I'm looking at her right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's, it's sort of like this, this kind of silly putty colored goo that and she, she, she gets both of the parents and, and that's bad. In the face. In the face, yeah. right in the face. Over some fruit plate. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're gonna do it, might as well have fruit. Yeah, um, I think you're not gonna be able to use that fruit again. That's no, uh, no, no, it's not gonna be good. No, there's no amount of washing okay. that can get that goo off. No. <laughs> so in the morning, uh, or actually almost noon, uh, Billy comes to check on Teddy and is like, "Hey, dude, you know, are you okay? It's almost noon. You know, you want to get up?" And and he tells Billy straight up, "Look, I'm scared. You know, it, I, if." if I get up and my, like my mom is there, either she's there or she's not there. And like, 
I don't really know how to feel about this. And so Billy is like, all right, you know what? Just, just come downstairs. We'll, we'll talk about it. And they do, they, they go downstairs and um, the, the parents are all sitting there around the breakfast table. Teddy's mom is cooking something um, and they sit down and immediately notice that something is off. Um, Billy's dad is reading the paper, which doesn't seem normal for him because he has like a, a what's called the Stark pad, which I, a, is basically an iPad, um, which is implied that's how he gets his news. You know, he doesn't read the physical paper. He reads, you know, online articles. It's really unusual for him to have a paper. And then uh, Billy's or uh, Teddy's mom is like, hey, no talking at the table. Um, sit down and, you know, also you guys got to stop uh hanging out on the rooftops at night you should be sleeping and you know be quiet don't say anything you know and and starts kind of being real strict and tells them straight up like you guys need to break up he's too young to have a boyfriend maybe in a decade or two he can have a boyfriend but not right now he's busy when you're 27 right (laughs) i mean fair fair um and so this terrifies this terrifies uh a teddy and he is like what the hell is happening on you know what the hell is going on and 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 uh you know and even even now like teddy's parent or billy's parents are acting weird and they're just sort of you know yes she's right we only want the best for you this is very good you know mom is sewing dad is reading the, the newspaper very weird um and so we should Billy, move to Stepford. Right. <laughs> and, and, and Billy's like, I gotta, I gotta cut this shit out, you know, and, and starts to try to send her back to where she came from. And it doesn't work, which is very, very weird and very, very bad. Um, Billy is extremely powerful and does have the, you know, essentially Wanda's power set. So when she when this weird lady who is now almost certainly not uh teddy's mom turns to them and is like oh i don't think so i won't be going back um it kind of knocks him out like she it is completely resisted and she you know he falls to the floor and she's like absolutely not you know we're we're just trying to do the best for you you gotta you know go to your room and 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 cool off it's a new room i made it for you this room that she is referring to um so there's something about the art style in this that's also kind of uh very experimental this room that she's referring to is actually just a blank panel um on the comics page so it kind of she reaches out and touches it and then it sort of falls to the floor and she tries to put teddy and billy into it and and teddy is having absolutely none of this um and does the whole you're not my real mom thing except like no for real that's (laughs) you're really not my real mom and uh you know essentially punches her into a, a sort of silly putty mess of goo unfortunately she quickly reforms and is like oh no you know you can't you can't get away with this absolutely not you know we just we're still we're still here we're gonna look out for you um at this point billy decides that it's the 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 best thing to possibly do is cut and run so he turns into a a sort of uh dragon looking creature or something with wings at any rate and uh flies himself and uh and and billy out of there and that's how 
the first uh issue ends like that's it it's it's a lot there, um, there is a point because he goes through the side of the building like bricks and everything falling into the street and the fake mom stands at the hole looking out and random dude on the street is like kids huh miss altman always trouble at that age and she's like oh we were all young once they'll learn but as she's saying that the window and brick on the side of the building reforms yeah so, so like so it fixes itself things are very bad <laughs> things are okay. very bad not normal so my current takeaway is hey you're you're being a dick about your like your life being great and your boyfriend's not so great maybe don't try to resurrect his dead mom maybe <laughs> take him to a nice dinner right like flowers would have been fine what is this like what is this nonsense <laughs> some jewelry if that's your thing like, don't bring back someone's dead mother right right exactly but he's like no that'll fix it you know um and it, it did not in fact fix it <laughs> um so they uh the, the, when they they fly off and when they land they are right in front of avengers mansion um and so they walk in and are like you know these these are the only people that can that can help us you know we 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 need we need adults basically we need an adult um and he he explains he he actually meets up with uh specifically uh wanda scarlet witch um and cap although there are several other avengers there as well um and x-men is uh as well uh that too so um you know he explains everything to them and it is like hey can can you help us like i i fucked up so bad i brought back this guy's dead mom and now she's like not really her and she's evil and this is really bad you know can you help us and wanda's like yeah absolutely no we can help you you know we're we're here for you and then turns around and is like here you go ms altman these uh you know here's the the kids you're looking for hope they didn't scare you too much when they ran away you know um why don't you stay oh. for coffee and you know in the background you can see this silly putty goo kind of taking over all of the uh you know all of these adults um and they also use the goo to kind of stick billy and 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 teddy to the wall um and you know meanwhile everybody else is like Shh, the grown-ups are talking stop complaining um you know and they're like hey let us go this is this is really bad can't you see what's going on you know and they're like no no like let's uh let's have coffee and, and talk about you know mom stuff um super unimportant but important to me note this specific team of the avengers is the one that formed just after avengers versus x-men so it is the uncanny avengers and it is yes. so it's half mutants and half avengers and i love it yeah it's pretty great it's pretty great it's wolverine cap havoc scarlet witch rogue and thor Yep. Ooh. <laughs> it's a super fun team. It did not last very long, uh, but the comics are pretty amazing. Yeah, I I like this team a lot. Um, but so uh, the two two of the adults uh, kind of grab a goo covered Billy and Teddy and throw them into this empty comics panel. Um, and the art on the next page is really interesting as well because it's completely stripped of any um graphics it's just white with nine black squares and then uh billy just kind of being doing the whole like mime trapped in a box routine you know essentially and he's like oh no this is really bad what are we gonna do um 
and he also discloses that his powers aren't working correctly um they they cut out when he when he kind of pushes them a little bit too hard and so he cannot get out of this weird nine panel dimension um and as he's just kind of despairing and being kind of dramatic as he is throughout the book he's like oh no i just can't do anything like i've made such a big mess there's nothing i can do just kind of slumps down to to the corner to uh, to mope and as he does that somebody kicks a hole through the uh the top right side of the nine panel it's kid loki he's here to save the day he pulls billy out and is like hey um you know like you just let in interdimensional parasite um you know i tried to stop you but it didn't work so sorry about that you know your parents are will be fine they're just a little fucked up right now um you know don't worry about it uh oh okay all right we got the, we found the box with teddy in it so let's pull him out too um and then let's get the hell out of here and uh <laughs> so billy's like hey loki we owe you you know and and he's like of course you do uh do you have your wallet with you and then poofs them into a a diner in fact the same diner that we had seen him in before that he tried to skip out on the check same oh, same uh same waiter as well yep same waiter as well oh good um, he's gonna pay good or someone's <laughs> gonna pay i don't he, care who pays just pay he literally says i have returned with coin possessing friends to settle my tab twice over and gift you most handsomely for your service patience and sausages <laughs> <laughs> my usual booth <laughs> my yes my usual booth um billy actually is like is a 25 percent tip good and he says 50 or i'll call the cops yes <laughs> so you the service industry is 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 uh is is vindicated here um this guy's getting paid very well to serve this little asshole um <laughs> so loki sits down billy and teddy and uh and he tries to kind of give them the the uh the debrief on what just happened um and basically this this parasite uh essentially was kind of waiting for billy to come along um because he is so powerful uh it basically wants to eat his powers um and and unfortunately billy fell for it um he also points out in passing that as a pagan deity uh he is curious as to whether or not wiccan is actually wiccan or where he got that name from um <laughs> and wiccan's having none of it he's like we're not talking about that now <laughs> uh <laughs> hey i'm just gonna check your cred like just, what's going on, babe? just real quick we feel that there may be a little appropriation going on here and not cool yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> billy's like we'll talk about it later um and they never do no. <laughs> so um so basically, uh, you know, Loki offers to, um, he's like, hey, I can, I, I might be able to help you solve this problem um, and, and, and you know, get your real parents back and, and send this bitch back to wherever she came. Uh, but in order for you to do that, the first thing you're going to have to do is trust me. <sighs> yeah. And I mean, it's Loki. So like, <laughs> that's the last thing you want to do. <laughs> Aren't you like God of mischief? Right. Then, like, uh they they don't not know who loki is they're like right. dude are you serious <laughs> and and so um you know naturally they're like okay you know what let let, let, let us talk amongst themselves um why don't you give us a minute <clears throat> so loki goes to order more food billy and teddy talk and they have to reluctantly admit he's right you know they they need some help to deal with this problem they really need um 
any help they can get even if it's his which they don't love but it's fine like whatever will work um billy does tell him that what you know while he was casting this spell to bring this this you know teddy um teddy's mom forward he kind of felt it he felt his magic what he described as lurching um and it turns out that loki has some spells of his own basically um he they don't know what his his spells do but they recognize the language like magic recognizes magic and he's like don't fuck with us so we leave them in the diner um and then they travel to uh asgardia so nina asgardia is something that's uh somewhat recent and that is outside of broxton oklahoma and in the comics it's a sort of floating city that's above oklahoma um, and that's new Asgardia. So after Asgard fell, that's where the refugees kind of set up camp. Um, this and- made much more sense in the MCU where they just placed it in Norway. Right. <laughs> Kansas yeah. was a weird choice. On, on the ground. <laughs> you don't want a random floating city that someone later will do some shit and drop it. Right. <laughs> Damn you, Norman Osborn. <laughs> See, recaps at Wikipedia. I'm keeping up. So, um, so they they they've taken Loki to Asgardia, and uh, Loki's not really jazzed about it. Uh, Billy mentions as they land um, that Kate has been texting him a lot, something about space aliens and whatever, but he can't quite get the full thought out um, before Laufey appears. Oh, and no. Laufey is like, "Sweet, I'm gonna beat this kid's ass." Um, and Billy and Teddy are confused because they're like, "Isn't that guy dead?" Yeah, basically, Luffy's like Daddy Spank. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, kid. What the fuck are you doing over here? What are you talking so, about? In Asgardia, um, they immediately start trying to fight Luffy. Um, and they're while they're trying to figure everything out, um, you know, they're they're just trying to beat the shit out of each other and kind of failing because it's Luffy, right? And Billy tries to send him away and faints um laufey is like cool i'm gonna eat you guys and just as he starts to approach our sweet dear precious cinnamon bun of a superhero america chavez shows up and just kind of smashes him into putty literally because he is putty yeah he's putty. He's a putty people (laughs) and is like hey uh sorry i'm late everybody okay um who was that guy and and billy's like oh that's that's the father of loki um but billy notes hey dead parents coming back may have something to do um with with me um sorry guys and <laughs> a dinner at the red lobster come on exactly and just as he says that um america's two moms show up so they're kind of they're acting very similarly to everybody else's parents like hey you need to stop running around come home you know hit the books um we only want the best for you we care about you come with us we we need you um and america's not having it any more than than she was having laufey she was like nope we need to go um unfortunately billy can't teleport them because his powers are kind of fucked up um and they've got their their hands over uh, Loki's mouth, so he can't just teleport himself away. Um, but they they do have to let him go because he's the only one who can. So he says his little uh, ancient Norse spell, and they are all transported. 
Um, they are actually, they've actually been transported to a uh, dance club in New York. And uh, <laughs> for being like a maybe 10 or 11 year old kid, nobody has a problem with Loki being there. And in fact, the bouncers are like, is there a problem, Mr. Loki? Um, you know, please feel free. We'll, we'll get you a booth, um, but we'll have to card your friends, which is kind of insulting. <laughs> I've been in this situation, but it was at a uh, bar in uh, Milwaukee, and I was with Loki Lot. <laughs> yeah, sounds right. <laughs> um, in the club, they are kind of convening uh, the the four of them to discuss what the hell is. Going on. And uh, meanwhile, Kate is texting them about scrolls and cute boys and, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Loki is ordering magnums of booze. Um, and it's, he tells everybody when he gets back to the table, the reason why everybody is treating him so nicely is because they think that he has some kind of growth disorder. Ah! And that's how he's been in the club. He also is using his illusory... Um, abilities to create like fake money basically and fake uh, ideas <laughs> i mean but to be fair you're yeah we're not jedi or all that like use your powers babe like, right like and what I would mean, we have done in that exactly yeah. exactly would we not have done the same thing um oh i'm 13 years old with uh with illusory and jedi powers uh yeah no that that goes bad quick i am sith very oh, yeah. quickly like within five minutes <laughs> five minutes top yeah. Yeah. someone says something wrong and they're thrown off a building like bye yeah. so i'm kind of on team loki by the way so i'm here for it it's right. that's legit i, I also do... you have to be evil to have force lightning yes and i want lightning right <laughs> you never know when you may need to jump start a car that's right very true so um so they're, they're hanging out in this club and loki kind of eventually reveals that you know he was trying to stop billy bring that thing through um and so like he he tries to like it's kind of hard to explain like he tries to tell them or make a bargain with them like you know i can i billy i can teach you you know how to how to control your magic so that you can undo the spell by yourself um or there's a faster way because this that that way could take years if I try to teach you how to use your 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 powers and and train you essentially and how to how to become a better uh, reality warper. But the faster way is just to give me your all of your power for ten minutes. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Naturally, Billy is very suspicious and is like absolutely the fuck not. Um, and everybody else is like absolutely the fuck not. So Loki is like, okay, listen, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? And everybody's like, yes, of course, we're teens in the year of our Lord 2013. Except for America, who's like, what? Except for, except, for, <laughs> yeah, except for Miss America, who's not from here and is like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, but she's from the 212. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so uh, Loki asks Billy and Teddy, like, hey, okay, so who's your favorite character in Game of Thrones? And both of them say Tyrion. He's like, okay, okay. so I'm Tyrion. But <laughs> girl <laughs> you're not you're not 100 percent wrong <laughs> but you're rude yeah. <laughs> he's out of line but he's not wrong yeah exactly so um 
as he after right after he says this like mid-conversation they are interrupted by the bouncer who's like i'm so sorry i realize this is embarrassing but your parents are here to pick you up and oh no yeah and so mrs altman and the kaplans and the chavez's are all here um you know oh, i can't believe you're drinking in a nightclub i'm i'm shocked you need to get home right now immediately um loki tries to teleport them out and he faints as well uh -oh. um so now this is bad this is very bad because billy can't teleport them out and loki can't teleport them out so the only recourse they have left is to just start fighting on the dance floor with the parents Ooh. um there is a uh uh, basically a fight scene and on this podcast we don't describe the fight scenes really we just make note of them um there's a fight scene and uh billy is knocked out and when he comes to um they they kind of emerge from consciousness and all the parents are there they are wrapped in that weird putty goose stuff um all, all four of them and uh, Mrs. Altman is like, okay, well, everybody's agreed it's best that, you know, the boys come home with me until I can feed on your souls until you're nice and dead inside. Hope will only hurt you, Billy. It really will. Best to be rid of it. Um, and your bad influence friends are all better off D-E-A-D. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not spelling. Yeah. Serious. Yeah. And that's, that's how issue three ends. It's just like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do now? Um... <laughs> So um, at the nightclub, we now see what looks to be some kind of uh, telescopic device with all kinds of weird symbols and, and stuff on it. And uh, it's, it's Kate and it's Novar. They are in Novar's spaceship. Um, they were able to essentially trace a cell phone with pre-tech. And uh, <laughs> Kate says that she knew something was up because Billy was not responding to her text within 30 seconds. Um, so she assumed that it was the end of the world. Oh my God. <laughs> he left the group chat and I was very concerned. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so Novar's like, don't worry about it, man. I got this and, and dips out to join the fight. And he goes in and again, they're playing with the art style here. So this is like a two panel spread of... Like, I guess, what would you say, Josh, like a diagram almost of like how he goes in and attacks? It is fantastic. And I have not seen this before in a comic and I want it to happen all the time. So it's basically one big panel and it's multiple like Novars throughout the panel, but they're numbered. So it's like one, two, three, four, five, six, through 12. And then on the side, there's a key and the key says what's happening at each number so like one is a dramatic entrance two is oh there's some up here as he's going upstairs three part cockroach did i mention that like <laughs> as he's like leaping and firing a gun while he's upside down to like take somebody out so like all of this is happening but it's all one panel and it's stellar yeah. it is stellar <laughs> It is a really cool way to show a fight without making it a bunch of boring panels of punching. Right. Because, like full disclosure. I mean, I love superhero comics, but I, I get, I, I, I have difficulty visually following a lot of fight panels with no dialogue um, because like action sequences for some reason don't visualize well in my head. And so this is like the perfect antidote to that. Cause it's like, Oh, okay. This is exactly what's going on at each stage without all of these, you know panels of punching 
Yeah, and I will say I probably would not work for every character, but because it is Nobar, it's awesome. Because <laughs> it is very much in his tone, and in in you know he's like at one part, uh, he he's uh he's got young hearts run free running through his head, oh, like, <laughs> um, and at one point he kind of like the panel is him upside down shooting two dudes on either side of him uh and the the number says i hope kate's watching right now like, <laughs> like it's very very cool but they yeah. the whole time he's also talking about how he met another hawkeye once but we didn't make love because he was a man but he was fond of purple like <laughs> oh he gosh was, he was a pretty good shot for a human right oh and well. then he lands after all of this and just looks at the four young avengers and goes come with me if you want to be awesome <laughs> oh jesus I right oh you are a himbo exactly. oh yeah <laughs> oh, i love it uh, yeah so <laughs> so he yeah that's exactly what happens he fights everybody he's like come with me if you want to be awesome and so everybody starts fleeing out the uh the hole that he's essentially punched through the building to get into the fight and um kate notices as she's kind of ushering everybody out the you know into the into the uh the spaceship um like holy shit these people are reforming like the they they're they were goo and now they're reforming into people again uh and it's really disturbing looking on the panel <laughs> um so just as she does that uh novar is like um kate I know it's a little soon, but um, I'd like you to meet my parents. Ah! And uh, unfortunately, now his parents are in the mix too, or his quote unquote parents. Um, so we got two Cree conquerors. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. One of them, uh, the former Captain Marvel. Um, so that's bad. That's super bad. Um, and they uh you know they're like holy shit we gotta go what's going on you know half the team doesn't even or half the the, the folks here don't even know what the hell is happening um you know and especially because um Novar's parents were dead and he doesn't understand this at all um <laughs> and um and so it turns out that so infected parents reform um if they are parents who were previously dead if they are parents who are currently alive, they're just kind of possessed is kind of the deal with that. Um, and adults also don't notice this. Like this is a problem that only literally only non-adults can see or 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 feel or are dealing with. So it's it's very uh age related. Which is and which is awesomely kind of shown with Cap and Thor having a discussion because neither of them can sleep as a full-on fight is happening out the window yeah like on behind the lawn, them on the lawn of the of the uh avengers mansion cap and thor are just like oh man what's up can't sleep yeah me neither ah. on? no and in the background yeah there's just this full-on spaceship lasers punching <laughs> It's it's phenomenal. It, it is, is, really it is an, a great way to show that nobody really can that as an adult can see what's going on. <laughs> so um one of the parents manages to like kind of blast a hole through the ship and takes Billy. And Hulkling is immediately like, absolutely not. Um, 
Novar informs everybody that they hit one of the engines and um, they're losing power and they're, you know, he's going to try to take it down for as soft a landing as they can. Um, I will make a note here that they are called Kirby engines. Yep. Um, and the Kirby mm. engines, this is not relevant to the story, but it is very sweet. The Kirby engines run on imagination. Oh. Yeah. So that was a nice little nod to Jack Kirby there. Um, so, um, you know, Hulkling is preparing to go after after Billy and Loki's like, you know, I'm not surprised that you, you know, you really do love him. I'm not surprised about that. You know, he is a reality warper after all. Oh, Hulkling, no. Yeah. And Hulkling is like, wait, what do you what do you mean? And Loki's like, oh, no, nothing, man. You know, I'm just saying, like, I can totally empathize. Like, it's so hard to be able to change reality. And it's, you know, it's problematic, not just for yourself, but for everybody around you. You know, I've had to take so many precautions to make sure that I can protect myself around him. Um, you know, it, it's it's really difficult. And Hulkling's like, what the fuck are you on about? And Loki continue, you know, goes on to explain, like, um, you know, isn't it just such a coincidence that the long lost heir to the Skrull Empire is at the same school in the same city that this reality warper happens to be at. And he also happens to be gay. And he also happens to be, you know, impossibly in love with you. How how convenient. Um, you're just, you know, you're you're a super dashing prince, you know, and and um, you know, maybe you didn't choose to be in love with him maybe he chose for maybe and, and he does say the line you are a very lovely daydream which is just a fucking killer yeah yeah that's like gatekeep girl boss not okay loki i'm off your team okay that's what i thought <laughs> that's what people be don't get up in there i know mischief uh, <laughs> it was the description like, for this show is just going to be watch joe get on and off loki's team throughout. <laughs> yeah i mean appropriate uh it's just like larp it's like oh it's in my backstory it's like loki be better <laughs> but you know he, he's like oh well you know this all of this wouldn't have happened if billy just understood his power better um and he just you know maybe he didn't even mean to do it Maybe he just subconsciously did this. Or maybe he didn't. Who knows? It's a mystery. Anyways, good luck out there. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, uh, Kate and, and everybody else are, are being attacked by the parents and attacking back. Um, Loki is still trying to convince Billy to give him his power for 10 minutes. And Billy is not having that. Um, and so Loki's like, okay, you know, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. We'll give you plan B. Plan B is we kill Billy. Kate, Kate, in the meantime, has found a Cree composite soul bow. Yes. So it's like a bow that shoots plasma. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I want that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty sexy. Um, and so, uh, so, <clears throat> so they're fighting. And, and of course, you know, Hulkling is like, absolutely not. We are not killing Billy. Um, and Loki's like, oh, wait a minute. Um, wait, hang on. Something just occurred to me. Good news. We don't have to kill you. Um, I've got a different plan. The different plan is give me your power for 10 minutes. <laughs> Billy's like, bitch, <laughs> that's not a new plan. That's the old plan. Yeah, and and yeah. Loki's like, yeah, well, okay, but but this time I'm not trying to trick you like I was before. Oh, God. Uh... Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not. I, I would never do that. Uh, you guys can't take a joke. Morals are so silly. Um, there's no time to explain. Just loan me the power. 
and actually america is like you know he he has a point you've got about 30 seconds um before the parents reform and come back at us again and i don't know how much longer we can keep this up um since nothing we're doing is really affecting them they're just reforming and um loki does manage to kind of sneak over to billy and whisper to him you know do you want your boyfriend to snap your neck to save everybody's lives because he doesn't want to do it and billy is like fuck so he is like okay loki has my powers for 10 minutes and loki's like cool thank you very much and disappears duh (laughs) and everybody is just looking around at this like little green wisp of smoke hanging in the air from when he disappeared and they just completely silent like you gotta be fucking kidding me and billy's like sorry my bad i i didn't know what else to do uh sorry um okay (laughs) and at that moment america's like guys we got we we got incoming um and they start fighting the the army of parents again and it's not just their parents at this point it's like all the adults in new york are coming after them oh no super bad super bad um billy has decided to take this time while everyone else is you know fighting these these weird putty people um to be dramatic again and he's like oh you know i i i really wish you know if i could cast one last spell i would wish i was somebody better but it's too late i can't do that wouldn't do anything it never works when i try it um i i need to add here i love wiccan but he's this character in this comic is so like hand to forehead dramatic um he's like well the only way at this point out is you know if i die the spell ends the 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 mother parasite is banished everything ends this is my responsibility so i'm gonna kill myself oh baby girl yeah so he takes uh like this little space pistol off the wall of the inside of novar's ship and puts it under his chin um and says i'm sorry teddy and then it cuts over to loki who is talking to us question mark yeah directly to us directly to us suddenly breaking the fourth wall about you know he's he's the bad guy um and so this gives us a little bit of backstory prior to this run on young avengers kieran gillen did a uh, journey into mystery and there was this whole plot line uh where i will read directly like the summation um loki like the the original loki died uh was resurrected as a little boy and when he, basically he 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 gave him he got a second chance um to be good he loki was like look i i've been re- resurrected i'm gonna be good um and Loki proved that he did not have to be the bad guy, except a phantom copy of his dead self annihilated his soul, took over his body, and nobody knew. Oh. Um, so this is pretty bad. And then now he's trying to steal Wiccan's powers so that he can misuse them and whatnot. Um, but we see that this Loki that's talking to us is not really talking to us. He's talking to real kid Loki. And this is just sort of a, I don't even know how to describe this. Like it it's a ghost or memory or his other self his parallel self but also kind of his conscience but his bad conscience like negative jimmy jiminy cricket um and and real kid loki uh, authentic kid loki is trying to concentrate in the middle of a pentagram to cast this spell and he's like shut up you're not real um you know it's not like that i can be good um you know i killed you leave me the fuck alone um and and nega <laughs> Nega Loki? I don't know. Josh, is there like a term? <laughs> I don't know how to describe this uh this construct. 
um I think he's the self aware Loki. Um because he's basically like calling Lo like Kid Loki a loathsome murderer in a stolen suit of skin. So, I mean, it's almost as if he is the reflection of a very self-aware, not just Loki, who was the god, who started as the god of mischief, became kind of the god of evil, um, whereas Kid Loki is just the god of mischief. And this amalgamation that's talking to Kid Loki now has the awareness of both. So he's just there kind of pointing out what's going on and he's like you have a he, he's basically saying you have a choice you know you can be uh you could be the god of evil you could be the god of mischief but this is a crossroads he sounds like evil clippy <laughs> kind of kind of yeah that's actually really a good analogy hey, hey it looks like you're at a crossroads would right, you like to know much. more <laughs> don't you want to be evil come on we're always evil uh, <laughs> <laughs> right but basically he's like you have all this power if you steal this power for yourself you basically go back down the same road that og loki did you know you'll be the villain or you know you can be a you know capricious little punk but you have not crossed into evil and he even like he even says he's a guilty conscience yeah um you know so He's not telling him not to at any point. He's just kind of there to point out, you know, poor you, you know, you, yes, this is a decision that you have put yourself into this point yet again, just like the old Loki did. And, you know, just kind of highlighting, I know you came here to basically take his power, but as a guilty conscience, kind of my job to point out, if you do that, you're just basically Loki 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. You learned nothing. Right. Exactly. exactly. Um, and and Loki Loki does come to the conclusion, like, I, I know what I want to do, but my wants have proved a poor master. God damn it. I guess I gotta go do this. And we cut back over to where Billy is just about to literally shoot himself in the fucking head. And Loki just kind of poofs into into the joint and knocks the gun out of his hand and is like, hey, plan A before plan B. Like no need to do that yet. We are we're, like I'm working on it. It's it's good. You're good. Um, and meanwhile, back at the fight, uh, they're they're mid fight, and Hulkling notices that his hands are kind of glowing blue now. And then when he hits somebody, it's actually it's actually effective. Um, and all all of the uh, all the kids now have this power. They can all they all have this kind of blue glow about their weapons or their bodies or what have you. Um, that's actually being effective uh, towards keeping these things at bay. Um, basically, uh, they, they, he is Loki has turned them into living counter spells that that are that's they're able to kind of shatter the enchantments. Um, but it's taking a lot of uh, energy from him. Like it's it's he can't keep this up forever. Um, and we got to take out the parents. The parents are the big concern here because they're the most powerful um so they they all go after their respective parents um while loki is kind of sitting in this pentagram just holding on tight um and so he <clears throat> sort of releases the power to to buy them a, a a few seconds and um they manage to get back on the ship so they get back on the ship 
and Novar lets them know, hey, these are imagination engines. They're sparked by belief. We can't get out of here until you guys start believing in something, basically. <laughs> um, and Billy turns to Hulkling and takes his hand and says, hey, we're going to make it. And the ship takes off. It's very cute. Saved by the um, power of love. Very yeah, Sailor Moon. Yeah. Very Sailor <laughs> Moon. Um, and uh, the parents, re- meanwhile, um, retreat. They're like, hey, okay, we'll get them next time. It's all right. Um, Loki has passed out because of this power usage. Um, and so he comes to, and I was like, oh, great. We're all, we're all still alive. Um, and he lets them know that basically this parasite, it keeps adults blind to what's happening. Um, and if, if you're a parent, specifically, if you are a parent, um, you automatically are, are essentially recruited by her. Um, they, they can't resist her, her power. Like if you're an adult, you just can't see, but if you're a parent in particular that you've now been kind of turned into an evil parent. Um, the constructs that, uh, of the parents are, they only activate when they're near to where the parents died. Um, but if you die, I guess in space or spread across the multiverse, you're everywhere. So as long as they're anywhere, the parents can come and, and find them. Um, but as long as they manage to stay away from them, you know, everything will be fine. Uh, you know, easy, easy enough. Um, so the plan uh, to get everybody uh, righted again is, is now being discussed. And he, <laughs> Loki is trying to convince them like, hey, look, your parents are under a spell. They, they can't, uh, they, you know, you, you don't, because Billy wants to call his mom. And then he's like, don't call your mom. They're not going to, they're not going to comprehend what's going on because they're they're infected um and kate turns it over and is like hey look if you can just drop us off somewhere we can get back and and uh novar is like no absolutely not um you know i will i'll stand by your side you know you're and your friends uh because you promised to explain the earth custom known as hot makeout <laughs> oh no um America is pissed because um, they're they're now kind of tied together by this this spell and um, you know and Loki's like hey look you can leave if you want she's like you know better than that you know that I can't leave but I've I've got my fucking eye on you um, Billy does try calling his parents anyways even though he's been told straight up that they're not gonna know what's going on and so uh, you know he basically is like I'm gonna be gone for a while don't come after me and and hangs up on them um and teddy reassures him like hey look you know because he's like this is all my fault this is my mistake i gotta clean it up and you know teddy's like hey look you know we'll we'll do this together we'll we'll get this figured out um and um at this moment kate walks up and is like look um you know i gotta tell you after cassie died so cassie lang stature in the previous young avengers uh series she was killed and that's what split up and he's like you know we all agreed that we weren't going to do any more superhero stuff but actually I was spending some time with Clint and um, I, I got a, and Billy just kind of interrupts her and is like, Hey, look, you're a superhero. Kate, you've always been a superhero. Um, I guess we are all superheroes. And that ends the first arc of the series. So do you have any questions? Okay. I have a couple. Let's start with <laughs> why does America put up with all their fuckery? <laughs> Uh, because at the end of the day, she's actually a good person, although she yeah. really does not want to be. <laughs> I, like, yeah. America for me is like feeling like 
every sensible lesbian in like a mid nineties, early two thousands gay movie. Yes. Is just, like <laughs> watching the queers, like the, the main gay male, like make really dumb decisions and is like, I can't help you because you're dumb, but I'm still gonna be here for you. So yes. I just want, I'm like so someone slap one of these but Billy, stop <laughs> it. Use your words. Don't just like don't resurrect people without consent. <laughs> but slapping him doesn't do any good because at one point he's gonna kill himself. So it's not like uh, um <laughs> yeah. why it's... is Billy the whiny bossy bottom of the relationship? Because <laughs> he's 17 queer and a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of he's 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 the dramatic gay. Like we've got Teddy who's just like the Teddy isn't quite a himbo, but he's he's more uh, He's the bear. Yeah, he's, he's the, the bear. Stalin type. And exactly. then you got dramatic twink, and then you have, <laughs> of course, the great trope of chaotic bisexuals in the form of Loki. God forbid a bisexual person just be like cool and normal. No, they have to cause mischief and shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, is that not what we do? (laughs) (laughs) Point to me where that's incorrect. Uh, (laughs) My cis white ass is just sitting over here. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. No comment. Yep. (laughs) You're the no bar in this situation. I am. (laughs) So Uh, um, I'll himbo my way out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go be awesome over here. Bye. (laughs) So, uh, so that's the end of the first arc. That has been the first part of Young Avengers. Please tune in in two weeks to find out if Joe will stay off of Team Loki, jump back on Team Loki, and what will happen with all of our uh, new found favorite Avenger friends. Uh, but until then, take it away, Vandello. Some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration alienating me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Vendello 2021.